Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Uh, I had a fantastic weekend, hosted our very first annual neighborhood block party, watched my son play another Little League game, and got to attend a Colts game with the neighbor Brendan, in which we won. But this podcast has nothing to do with all those things. This is just outside the artboard. So as much as I talk about Instagram and how incredible I still believe it is to build an audience organically and realistically over other, you know, other social networks, there are plenty of other options out there. I think the main reason for Instagram being king in my eyes is the broad reach and the medium you can share. Uh, you can share imagery or video. Text can be seen in every single post with captions, though it's not as viewed as the main post itself. It's still very effective in telling a longer form story. Uh, then you have Instagram stories, the explosion of more than, you know, more vertical video that has really seen nothing but growth in the past uh, few years, uh, both in use of views across the board and just general usage by the audiences. You have to realize as much as we bitch and complain about the algorithm that is, has, it has nothing to do with the algorithm. You are simply competing for more people now. You're competing for those eyeballs. Obviously, more engaging content will win over less engaging content. What the hell does that even mean, though? Uh, it means you need to start sharing things that matter to you um, and also to your audience um, and digging deeper, pushing forward into the things that you want to create and what others might want to see from you. Uh, if you show that love, they're going to they're gonna show the love back. I that, that will go so much further than continuing to find ways to, quote, beat the algorithm and mentally you won't be bogged down with the notions of beating something rather than just simply using something. Though all those things that Instagram does are very successful, uh, you have IGTV as well, what Instagram expected to be the answer to fighting YouTube. Uh, I love the idea right out the gate and I published a handful of videos that I thought might be more beneficial deep dives into what I do behind the scenes. Sadly, I wish they would have just taken the UI and dropped it straight into the Instagram feed itself. Yes, it would have killed photo sharing aspects of Instagram, but I like video content as well. I think it's an incredible tool for people that are learning. I go to YouTube all the time to learn and figure things out or find new creators. And I think what they did with giving you um, the option to select a thumbnail image with IGTV uh, and then to play right into the video itself, uh, that's just like YouTube, it's, it's brilliant. I got really into it. I just wish it was better integrated into the main feed rather than a little button that I accidentally hit all the time when I'm trying to go into my direct messages on Instagram. Uh, outside of Instagram, I want to make sure people know there are more focused options to grab at and very specific audiences and decision makers that can help you grow your craft and even grab at some more impactful freelance or full-time jobs in the future. It's not all about how large the following you have or the numbers you can get, um, but don't forget that some analytics are incredibly helpful in knowing what is successful and what can resonate with um, who you do have as followers. It's a way to measure things on a larger scale or a longer time frame. Though something many need to realize is who are these followers? What do these numbers mean? Uh, going after quality followers is not an easy thing, but if you want to go after a specific person or company or group of people, it's important to learn where they are and how you can get your work seen by them. Uh, I touched on this a little bit previously in another episode, but that might be something I talk about in another episode in depth and trying to find your audience and how to really deep dive into it.
But today we're going to talk about the underrated social networks of the world. Um, we have LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Those are the three I want to hit on and kind of mainly focus on. So I'll break those each down individually. Um, rather than the you know underrated ways in which you use these social networks, though many people have continued to push into Instagram is easily one of the most liked and used social networks for building a portfolio of work and sharing to build an audience. The the silent killers in the social game are these three other networks that I've used for years, um, quietly of course, many of which have much smaller follower bases and get huge engagement numbers. Um, I should say it has a much better reach to people that actually matter if you use it correctly. Uh, let me explain. All these networks have various attributes that are very unique. Uh, they all have power you might not leverage and I really have noticed um, how much they could drive my career, my freelance, my networking way further than I ever thought it could be imaginable in minimal effort. All right, let's start with the easy one, Facebook. Facebook has been the king of social for more than a decade. We have all have it. Young kids are still flocking to it to stay connected with their friends from high school, college, while adults are continuing to use it for what they do best, sharing vacation photos and their political views in mass quantities. I'll be honest, I see all of that stuff and it's great, And but after six years or so ago, I started to use it for something completely different, my contacts. It's my own personal Rolodex. Uh, the interesting thing about Facebook is many people find it to be the very personal network. Uh, you only allow your closest friends, family into that little circle that you have. You share more personal stories, family photos, trips, all those major life updates there. Uh, that's the key to what I've been building for just over six years now. I want to truly connect with and meet and grow alongside some of my favorite creators. Facebook kind of just gave me that. Uh, I started with designers. As a designer full-time, I thought uh, what a great way to build a small network of some of the best up-and-coming talents in the industry to kind of have in my inner circle. Uh, then as I got into photography, I started to connect with more photographers, some of which at the time were nothing more than starters just like myself. They were building some of the largest client bases in the world with unbelievable work. Um, that's how I met and worked with some of the uh, guys over fstoppers.com where I wrote for three years. Um, it was a lot of fun to kind of meet a lot of those guys. That's where I learned how to shoot and all the things about cameras and photography and I think it's one of those tools that I use to friend a lot of those guys I wrote with and I looked up to and then I became friends with them still to this day. Now, I'm not saying you just need to go start friending every single creator you meet or you know you want to be friends with, but be thoughtful in your approach. Your approach. Start local. I've connected with some of the best in the industry through this platform just by grabbing their contact information at a local event or getting coffee. Um, and just remembering to look them up on Facebook later that night. Uh, once you start to realize who you want to target, be, in, uh, be it producers, art directors, industry, industry professionals, uh, marketing directors, or even CEOs of businesses, you'll start to realize uh, you have the person's contact information just like a click away. You can contact them 24 hours a day, 365 through Facebook Messenger. Uh, more on that later, but but Facebook's unique in that way because the way Messenger works and the way they kind of force you down a, a specific path, that becomes a immediate connection to their phone. It drives notifications immediately as a text message in Facebook Messenger. But like I said, I'll talk to that a little bit more later. 
I will say um, it's a slow burn. The industry is huge and you can't have all this without some drawbacks. Some creators play in this space and jump ship or go on to do bigger and better things that might not align with what you're doing at the moment. Uh, don't worry about them, just but rather keep an eye on the subjects you want to be working on or working with. Um, right now for me, that's still photo, creative, and tech. Those three pillars are uh, one I want to live within and focus my energy on. That Those are the things I'm interested in. Those are the industries I kind of work in. Um, but those that I can use as resources for building myself up and maybe helping provide my professional services um, if they might need them. So I share things that I might think fit or help them while also continuing to feed myself as well. Now, Facebook does have a limit on how many people you can be friends with, but for 3,000 contacts, it's plenty to get you where you need to go. That can be a revolving door of names and professionals across the world. If you sit and think about social media as a tool and learn ways you can use it to get what you want and kind of how to promote what you do to others that to help them and also help you, it's incredibly beneficial. Now more on the Facebook Messenger. Um, if you're not aware, Facebook Messenger is now a separate app. It has been for a while. 100% of that interaction with Facebook Messenger is now fully through the you know Facebook app, but once you click through to it, it brings you to the new app or forces you to use it. Um, you must have it to send private messages through the network on mobile. Um, this app works just like a text message. It automatically does push notifications until the user turns it off. Um, and then it's, it, I mean, it's instant. This is the, my hot tip for Facebook users. You use it to ask questions, use it to reach someone that you look up to and tell them you think what they're doing is incredible. Like just reaching out to people, you can reach out to them when you aren't friends, but we, if you aren't aware the way it gates um, people that aren't friends or whatever it is, it brings it to a message request folder, which is incredibly hard to find on Facebook. I will admit that. Um, but just be aware that becoming those people's friends or meeting them in person or connecting with them on social media or at a networking event, uh, just remember to like write their names down or if you get their business card, look them up on Facebook later. If you want to connect with them on a more personal level, kind of let them into that personal circle that you usually only let you know friends from high school, college or colleagues you work with at your actual day job. Um, into and just use Facebook as that kind of portal to kind of bring them in. Now on to LinkedIn, the social network everyone in the professional world uses to make sure you know where you went to college and how many jobs you have jumped in your short career. When I first got LinkedIn, I truly only updated it here and there when I was in between jobs or updating my role and title. Uh, and that I wanted to have that five quote, 500 plus contacts badge, which is harder to get than you may think trying to quote connect with that many people on LinkedIn is in a more meaningful way and be more specific with who uh, the industry professionals were that I was connecting with. Um, it's incredibly hard. Uh, the secret about LinkedIn is in the contacts you can grab. You're on a similar playing field as Facebook, but it's a buttoned up more professional feeling uh, you know, platform. It's wearing business casual and the low end and then things seem to be more really focused in on where you are in your career. So Keep that profile up to date with the most uh, recent job openings or your specific talents. I think they, I don't know what they call them, but if I'm into graphic design, photography, commercial photography, whatever, just making sure those tags are always updated on my page. Um, now for the dirtiest little secret I've been using for a few years, actually a number of years, 
Um, if you want to connect with a company you might want to work with or pitch an idea to and you need to have that person right away, LinkedIn is a fantastic place to learn who that person is exactly. Uh, whether it's the marketing director, the producer, or even you know the CEO himself, um, how do you know who's who? Do the research. It's um, if you want to get a rough start and find contacts at say Canon, uh, do a quick you know Google search quote Canon marketing director USA LinkedIn or um, Canon social media director or art director USA LinkedIn. Like just googling that term will bring up the names and the regions of which. Usually on the bigger ones, like bigger companies, they'll show like the region of which they uh, work within. So if you're in the Midwest, you know, add Midwest to that or just look for those titles. You don't want to reach out to somebody that may be um, based in the West Coast when you're on the East Coast or they just kind of kick you back if you try to email them or send them a message. Um, I didn't say this going in was going to be easy. Uh, you need to know a few things when pitching or reaching out to a brand to work with. Uh, learn how big their company is, uh, who works there, what do they do, um, their financials. Um, if you can gauge how large the company is and how they operate, you can then run some numbers and what you they might spend on marketing. Um, that can give you a, a budget for when you pitch, say, a commercial job, whether it's creative or photography or design. Uh, but what about if you aren't connected um, on the next, like on LinkedIn itself? Um, I, here's a hack. I found this a number of years ago and it's a Chrome extension called Rocket Reach. I'll link this in the show notes below, but what this extension does is it scours the web for the email of the person's LinkedIn page you are on currently. And it turns out a result with a percentage odds that this is the contact information or the email at that company of that person. Um, almost every time it will find a 100% match of the person's information I need to reach out to. Um, this is who I reach out to, to various companies that I might want to work with in the future on say freelance gigs or simply reaching out to say I love what they're doing. If they're ever in, or if they're ever in need of help, I'm available to consult or uh, to hire. Uh, it's something that I started doing when I was a designer late early in college and then I started to use it a little bit more when I was in the like in the profession a few years. Um, so, when I got into photography a number of years ago, I was super new to the industry, but I created a simple like email template and I would reach out to say 20 or 30 companies a month and I would do it for a few months. Um, and what I would do is just kind of formulate an email, make it personalized in the first few sentences and then kind of generalize like what I could offer on the design and photography side. And I would say 80% of the time they would reach like the people that I reached out to would reach back. Um, whether it was a yes or no answer, um, I would kind of give them options of what I could offer, maybe a small, medium, and large package option. I wouldn't put pricing, I wouldn't get specific, that's where a phone call comes in and you can kind of, you can gauge their interest a little bit more and like how much flexibility they may have on a budget later down the road. And it's a little bit more personal when you actually reach out and talk to them. But I think LinkedIn is an incredibly powerful tool when you kind of know the ins and outs of how it works, I'm just now starting to literally like start posting to the network and commenting a little bit more. And I've, I've noticed some really big reach with just the simple posts. So it's kind of nice to see anywhere from 500 to 1500 impressions per post with you know a handful of likes and a few comments and stuff like that. So for a network that I've not really used a whole lot that I'm starting to share the podcast on or some photo work or stuff like that, I think it's a really cool tool. I think. If you're not on LinkedIn yet, or you've had it for a number of years, 
try to jump on back, you know, jump back on there here pretty soon and kind of start to use it to find very specific people that work within the industry or with, at a company that you want to reach out to. Um, use the Chrome extension that I kind of shared with you, the, um, the Rocket Reach or whatever it is, and uh, see if you can kind of get some contacts that way or build up your contacts list to uh, kind of see how you can formulate emails and kind of send out and send out feelers to companies that you might want to work with or if you have a great pitch that you want to go after somebody. It, it's an incredibly powerful tool and it takes minimal effort. I would send those emails, you know, like I said, 20 or 30 a month. You know, every couple days I would send one and it was an easy way to um, kind of hone in on my skills of writing and knowing what to say and getting the lingo down and like trying to sound professional. And then when they reply back, that's when you can start the conversation and then maybe jump on the phone and kind of really drive it home from there and kind of gauge their interest from there. So get on there, check it out. Let me know what you think. And if you have any questions, let me know. And now finally on to Twitter, the wild west of the social media world. Um, I've had and used Twitter for an, over a decade now. It started more heavily in college, but it was purely a source for inspiration. Uh, just kind of scrolling through the designers that I followed when I started my career. Um, it was really just a place to find creators in the industry I could connect with, but mainly to see their work and use that to drive my vision forward for what I thought my career could be uh, one day as a professional. Uh, it wasn't until the last few years, um, this year specifically, I got a bit more strategic with it. Um, I started to see like the impressions that it got per month and it kind of just blew me away with less than a thousand followers, what I could get. Um, I've seen patterns and patterns in which things can catch the eye of the audience I want to reach. Uh, I've been able to connect with and build a network of professionals growing in the industry alongside me through simply making conversations with them on a public forum. I've been able to push my views and impressions north of 300,000 on average each month. Um, that's insane, a number of eyeballs on your work. Um, Though this is easily one of the hardest networks to build a following, it's not one to sleep on when it comes to grabbing the attention uh, you need to sell your work or sell your, you know, your your vision for something you want to create. Uh, with less than a thousand followers, like I said, I'm able to get those types of impressions with, you know, minimal effort. Uh, remember, these eyes need to be targeted to a specific audience. I, if I know I'm going to try to sell photos, I'll push. Uh, the creative ad agencies I know on the platform and make sure they see my work and in turn hope they hire me in the future. Um, if not, I will directly reach out to call them out in a post or begin to comment on their work to kind of slowly get my name to show up in their feed a little bit more. Uh, if I want to sign or sell my design work, then I'll, I'll pull through the countless designs I already have created in the past and share them in, you know, snippets here and there and replies to specific people to get to, you know, get their attention on their team or their agency they work on. Twitter is pretty new to me, but it, it works like any other platform. I, I freaking love it right now. Um, I have always said social media is what you make it. If you want it to be a time suck of cat videos, Ellen scaring the shit out of her guests, or a viral challenge, uh, then it's gonna be, you know, just that. It's, I mean, if you continue to get engaged with it, I they will continue to feed that to you per the algorithm and what they want. Like what you look at is what they're going to continue to show. Um, I've been very selective in what I put on my you know put my time into, and I want to give myself the best chance uh, to have a return on my investment in social media itself. 
Do I think social media is or can be an addictive, you know, platform? Yes, absolutely. Do I think it can be an outrageously powerful tool for anybody in this industry and beyond to grow an audience and reach a higher potential to do better work? Yes, absolutely. You just have to be smart about it. Be smart with your time. Be more aware of what you're doing with it and make sure the decisions you make are following within the, the buckets that you can control. I think a lot of people like to complain when it comes to social media. I mean, it's easy. Negativity is the easiest form of expression these days. Everyone is a critic, but if you just look around and see others are out there doing the same thing you are or have the, you know, have the same, they have the same positive attitude you might look to aspire to that is contagious. Uh, collectively, I think a lot of these platforms have their place in the industry and they're all each individually powerful if you use them correctly. Uh, just remember to be mindful in the ways you use them. Be aware that what you look at and interact with is what you will continue to be fed you know, in the actual newsfeed or through the people you interact with. I, I think Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter are easily the most underused platforms for creatives in the industry. Though I do believe Twitter is a large platform, um, it, it has been seen as like a cesspool of negativity. A lot of people just think it's an instant reply with a negative comment, but just look closely and push for the more positive things to engage with. Uh, you might be surprised. I'd, I'd love to hear what you guys are using uh, when it comes to social media platforms to grow on um, for an audience or uh, to build a community of creators or like-minded individuals around you. Um, if you have advice for either me or another creator, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Uh, shoot me a friend request or even a DM. I'd love to continue the, the discussion there. But yeah, I think that's it. Thank you guys yet again for coming along to this episode of Just Outside the Artboard. This is episode five. So if you haven't checked out any of the other episodes, please do uh, report back with what you think. I'd love to hear from you guys on social, obviously. Uh, so follow along on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and obviously LinkedIn by simply searching my name, Andrew Griswold. All right, I'll talk to you guys in the next one.